The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello. Welcome to it, a uh, Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Uh, Jason Matthews here. Scott Sattler uh, in the studio with me. Seven more sleeps to go. Satsy. Mm. How exciting. Can't wait. Can't wait. And you know what I love about this one, Jason? Hello, listeners as well. Uh, I love that Jerome Luai has replied to the comments made by Selwyn Cobbo. It was, it was a while ago now in a podcast about how Luai's a grub. And Luai's come out and said, what are you going to do about it? Now, I know that he's protected Ooh. with the new laws now in rugby league where there's yeah. no punching. Yeah. But if Jerome Luai goes into the hooking position at any stage during the game. There's going to be some facial. Yeah, there'll be a green yeah. light to <laughs> stomp all over his head. So so good. I love it. I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't like it that it's in Adelaide. I don't like it that it's a neutral venue. I am a traditionalist when it comes to origin. I think our, our great states, New South Wales and Queensland, need to, I suppose – but that's just me. I'm one of the, I suppose I'm one of the old timers. Yeah, right. I love it. I love to talk. I love. It. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I saw two rugby league players get sent to the bin uh, about three weeks ago for pushing and shoving. Mm. Throw them. Just throw them. You're going to go to the bin anyway. Yeah, you're right. If you get yeah. go to the bin for pushing and shoving, you might as well take some heads with you. Like Gordon Tallis said when he punched three holes through <laughs> Ben Ross around one two thousand and three. He said, yep. Wayne. I'm going to pick a fight today. And Wayne said, just make sure the player is looking you in the eyes. And he did. Yeah, there you go. We saw the end. Yeah, that's right. Hey, uh, big show today, Noddy. Um, uh, One of New South Wales greats. Well, not great when he threw that intercept pass. Uh, What year was that? 2005. To Bowen. Matty Bowen. Extra time. It was too. At Suncorp. I remember I was that day. I was in Penang. Couldn't get the state of origin. Really? Surprisingly, but my phone was blowing up uh, by everyone just giving me, you know, yep. crap for being a New South Welshman. But yeah, and at the time I was working with Noddy. So do you know what? Got... Noddy is one of the, the great halfbacks he of the modern shattered. era. 20 tests he played for yep. Australia, 10 for New South Wales, and he's got two of the biggest moments in big games I know. that go against him. The first one was that intercept. Yep. And in 1999 grand final, which he got the Clive Churchill medal for, mind you. Deservedly so. Yeah, absolutely. He put a chip over and yep. Nathan Blacklock picks it up and picks it up and runs 70. Scores underneath the goalpost mm. before half time. Third thing, he played for the Northern Eagles. Yeah, that turned out. <laughs> Remember? He was a little halfback for them. So anyway, uh, there you have it. Uh, Noddy will join us on the show as well. Um, what else? Hot topic. Thanks to uh, Suncorp. Cameron Munster made a boo-boo yesterday to the media, admitting he was suffering from a broken rib. And as today said, the Maroons uh, staff got stuck into him. So here he is. It is what it is. I, I probably put my foot in it. And I, I, um, but at the end of the day, that's, that's something I do most of the time in my life. So, um, yeah. I probably got a little bit of a rocket from the coaching staff and about giving the details away. So, um, yeah, I'll just make sure I keep my mouth shut now. Pass your elbow. That's good. <laughs> um, Cam Smith was in the Sports Day studios. The Savo said to Cam, oh, geez, Munster's going to cop it, isn't he, next week? He goes, mate, there is nothing wrong. He's out playing golf, the Savo. Mm. So if you have that injury, you're not playing golf. If it's a rib cartilage, completely different. You, you won't be able to play. And if you do play, you're playing under a lot of sufferance. And, yes, he can, you can needle a, a broken rib. But not for golf. Well, yeah, exactly. You, yeah. He's not, if he's got a badly broken rib. He's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing golf. But in saying that, you've got to understand the individual as well. 
even if he does have a badly broken rib, he's got a high pain threshold. He's a bit of a gunslinger. He's a throwback. Mm. Cameron Munster. And he'd be able to play, play through the plane. Such will be the adrenaline. And also, he's been around the block a few times now. You know, it's, it's a, it seems like a, a lifetime What's ago. What's that got to do with the rib? Well, he knows how to get his body around injuries. He knows right. how to prepare he knows himself. knows how to nurse himself. Yeah, through. absolutely. Right, yeah, gotcha. And when he gets to the moment, it's going to be one of the last things he's going to think of. They'll throw a needle in it just to be sure, and it won't affect his performance whatsoever. And I would I'm, say that's a performance-enhancing enhancing drug. Oh, yeah. Well, many people have always had that argument that when you put a local anaesthetic into an injury, it allows you to play back to your normal capacity. Does the, it take close. all the pain away? Depending on the area, it takes right. pretty much all the pain away. And depending on how good the doctor is who's giving you the needle, how direct they hit the spot or the joint or whatever it may be, and the better they are, the longer it lasts. Did you ever have one in a game, like for a bad li- for a bad injury? Did you? Yeah, um, m- most years. Wow. Yeah, I, I broke a toe in round two of nineteen ninety eight, the big toe. Yeah. And I used to get a needle. In no. The, in the top of the big no. joint of the big <laughs> no. toe. No. Underneath the padding no. of your foot, oh. and then in the webbing between the big and the yeah, second yeah, yeah, toe. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon I got that for about ten weeks. And now I've got bad arthritis in that toe. It's gout, mate. But um, I remember I used to get a, a needle in the sh- in the left shoulder in 2000. Halfway through 2000, I injured my shoulder back all the way through till the, till the end of the finals finished. Yeah, nah. And nah. I you, think I'll watch it on you TV. You get used to it. You get used to it. But it does affect – long term, it affects your performance because you, you can't do a lot of things in the gym and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't go to the gym. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I had a needle once for a uh, – mm. I think it was some sort of infection. So that's – I can't go to the gym Yeast now. infection. <laughs> Too many donuts. <laughs> Correct. Shut up, Sats. Uh, we're going to go to a break. Don't try that at home, kids, by the way. Donuts, that is. <laughs> uh, when we come back, uh, Noddy, he joins us here on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. They're two metres from the line. Kamali puts the kick over and across. There's a try coming. Craig Smith. Craig Smith has put it down. Melbourne has won the grand final. A sporting miracle. Melbourne from 14-0 won the grand final, 20 points to 18. And he was the Clive Churchill medalist that day as well. He's played 10 games for New South Wales, 20 tests for Australia. A unbelievable halfback in his mm. day, this man, Brett Noddy Kamali. He joins us after getting his wisdom teeth out, mind you, yesterday, oh. listeners. So he's, he's going through the pain barrier to join us tonight. How are you, Noddy? I'm going well, thank you. Yes, you know, obviously jump off the injury bed and can't wait to join you guys. You know, anything to you, Satch and Matty Rogers. So, you know, I'm happy to come on board. Hey, jumping off that bed, when you've got to get off the hospital bed, do you have like a step that you've got to step oh, down? Oh, mate, that's or? harsh. Uh, it started already. It uh, started already. It started already. Yeah. It's all right. You bikes are pretty good up there. The pick and stick. The oh, <laughs> straight back. Straight uh, back at us. <laughs> <laughs> So, Noddy, um, mate, I want to ask you about the sides. Um, yeah. It's obviously going to be a brutal battle in the middle, um, but what, have you, what did you make of, of both sides and, and were there any real shocks? I mean, obviously the Tavita Pengai Jr. selection, um, Nico Hines on the bench, some, some 
debutants here? Yeah, I think for both sides, uh, both coaches are going in and, and making a few gambles, I suppose. I think that's the comments that both coaches made over the last few days. Is they're taking a bit of risk. Um, they're, they're backing some people. Um, you know, I think for Queensland, if we talk about the two huge dimensions, is Gagai and you know, man of the match in game three, Caelan Ponga last year. So, you know, I think, you know, we, in some regards, you can understand the Caelan Ponga one with the lack of games he's had. Um, the concussions and, and, and those type of things. But, you know, Gagai's been a, a season campaigner for Queensland. Um, so they're probably the funny ones for them. And then, obviously, as you said, for, for New South Wales, um, you know, obviously, Jake Javoyevic was going to play front row and he was ruled out. And they go way left field in some regards to a, a gentleman that can be barred forming and can be, you know, some days, to be the paint guy, you know, can win a match on his own. Um, he also can lose a match on his own. <laughs> um, sometimes as well, but um, you know, obviously, Ben Haas will play 80 minutes. You know, he's got potentially the best prop in the game next to him. Um, you know, they spent a little bit of time together last year. You know, when he was up, up at Brisbane, but yeah, I, I think it's a wrecking ball moment. I think he'll go out there, he'll play great um, physicality. Um, you know, there's minimal shapes and structure in, in Origin. It's all about you know, carry the ball fast, um, try and win and play the ball, get on the front foot, and when you're defending, at least have the ability to um, to keep moving. So. And I heard Freddie mention the fact that the Dogs haven't given up, even though they've been up behind on a number of occasions this year. And if one from behind, it's probably a good sign that, you know, that they're always willing to work hard. So, yeah, I think when I spoke to some people a few weeks ago, I, I had 12 players that New South Wales just had to pick. Um, and, and Nico Hines was one of those players. I just think you can't afford to leave him out of the, out of the team somewhere. It probably meant that... Um, that obviously, you know, um, Damien Cook had to be in a mission because you couldn't have Cook and Nico Hines both on the bench. It just would be a disastrous bench. Yeah, and, and I was going to ask you about that. But how how do they how do how is this rotation going to work? Do you think? Because I, I mean, I can't see. I, I just don't see Nico going into the nine position. Who do you think goes in there? I've I've heard Liam Martin. I've heard uh, Jerome Luai. Um, how do you think they're going to use uh, Nico? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's obviously Appy Corotel wouldn't only play 80 minutes. Well, uh, you know, obviously um, plays 80 minutes for you know, in, or used to play 80 minutes for club football, but has the ability to play 80 minutes. Yeah, um, knows what it's all about. Nico, I think, covers every position in the back line. So if there's a back line player that gets hurt early, it doesn't change the game plan or the structure that Freddie wants to play under. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much time Nico Hines gets. Mm. To be all honest, I think the three forwards get rotated around and they get plenty of time to share that. Um, a lot of times, the fourth player on your bench is, if you're going well and there's not any injuries to players that you don't expect that you're going to for, then that player a lot of the times doesn't get a heap of game time. So, right, I mean, I'm curious to see how they put um, Nico Hines on the field. Um, it might be, you know, who knows if he goes out and becomes a roving lock for a little while, um, whether it's the end of the first half just to get him into the game and get some game time. But I think you've got to pick him because of his form. Um, he's obviously the Dalian medal winner, and for this year he's been outstanding for Cronulla. So it, it puts pressure on probably uh, on, on the halves to perform. It means that there's back up and any of the backs get hurt. So in some regards, it's probably a bit of a safety net more than where are you going to play. Yeah. Hey, Noddy, how much importance do you think it plays? If you can't decide on a player, if you're trying to decide on which player to pick that's it's out of two players, how much importance does it play, do you think, if your team is winning each week and you're going in with a winning attitude, uh, would you have do you have two players in mind? Are you thinking that? Like, is there an example of who we're thinking, or is it just a yeah. question? Well, I suppose I suppose I was thinking at the time. Um, 
I was thinking at the time about, around Reese Walsh and Caelan Ponga because the Broncos have been travelling so well. Newcastle sort of struggling a little bit, good at times, not really that consistent that it plays a it plays a role. And that's probably just one example. But overall, if you're trying to pick two players, mm. how important is it that your team's winning? Doing well, yeah. Yeah, I, I think if you're winning uh, and winning regularly, then I think it, it puts you in, in the shop front, doesn't it? You get selected for these rep sides or for the Australian sides. Um, I think you're going to go into probably origin more than test football um, full of confidence. I don't think you can have any doubt. You can't be just inconsistent week in, week out. You, you know, play good here and then have two weeks off, which would be what a, bat, a battling side would be. So I think, just think, I think state of origin is our greatest beast and our greatest challenge we have as a player. Uh, if you have any scarring or you're not 100% fit, which is, you know, the Tom Trojevich thing, I suppose, Freddie needed confirmation on the weekend that Tom was back because I don't think you can take anyone in at 75 80%, even though they're the, on talent, you know how good they are. And when they're 100%, you know what they can produce. But I just think Origin is just a, a game that, that finds you and, and you know, shows your weaknesses. Um, it's fittest, it's the fastest. It's, you know, we're in camp for 10 days, effectively leading into this Origin, which test football and grand finals go for about a four-day preparation. Um, and I just think it, it's the greatest challenge we have. So I think the best players that in our game are probably the players that make the biggest occasions on, on State of Origin nights. That's that's where I look at a talent or a player and go, wow, this, this player is a, a bloody good player because he can put his stamping on State of Origin. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point, mate. And, and talking back to your State of Origin experiences, mate, like 2000, um, you get selected for New South Wales. Obviously a proud New South Welshman from the from Newcastle, uh, from the Hunter region. Um, mate, what? where were you? What did it mean to you? Um, was it an emotional time for you to get that call? Oh, yeah, it was a great time, yeah. You know, I think a period of my football from the middle through the year with the Hunter Mariners, you know, to, to probably that middle of 2000s or the end of 2000s, probably when, the, when we won the World Cup. Um, at the end of the year, I think there was sort of three to four successful years that were just career highlights in some regards. You know, never a setback. It's always a good sign. And obviously a few of the players from Melbourne um, were caught into that side as well. And, um, obviously we went away, winning the comp in 99, getting the medal, uh, playing for Australia, you know, at the end of end of 99, that tri-series, and then obviously getting selected to play with, you know, the I got to play with some sensational players. Like Freddie was my 5'8", Brash was my fullback. Jeff Tuvey and, and Andrew Johns for sort of rotating that dummy half position. So, you know, you just went out and played footy, um, you know, enjoyed ourselves, full of confidence. And, um, you know, we just, just the way it felt that that's what happened. You know, obviously the first two games were extremely close and then the third game was, was a huge victory to us. And one of those nights, I suppose, that, you know, sometimes when it just all clicks and it happens, it just keeps happening. I remember well. Yeah. <laughs> Not in <laughs> 2000. Yeah, there's a few others yeah. I remember on the other side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 2000, 2000, Wayne Bennett is Wayne the coach. Pierce. Wayne Pierce, I should say. Um, was that the no bonding sessions, that 2000 year? No, I think there was a little bit of bonding. Uh, yeah. I think it was obviously, you know, it was Kearns had fallen off the horse, I think, the year oh, before. Yeah, before yeah. So that, 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 was, that was, we're not going horse riding. Um, all those type of crazy uh, bonding sessions. But yeah, I think it was, you know, my first time in the State of Origin camp. Uh, as I said, it goes for 10 days. I think we had a couple of drinks the first few nights. You'd break for the weekend and you'd come back on Sunday night and, and get ready to play. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, for me personally, you know, as I said, my confidence was sky high. I was playing that flat and fast, like that brand of football that was working. It was only with interchanges. 
Um, you know, and why would I have any doubts or, or lack of confidence in what I was doing for those last few years when, and everything that you seem to do or play and you had success in? Yeah. Flat and fast was yeah. impossible to defend against oh, when you're on the back foot. foot. Now, now, before we let you go, Noddy, we're getting our listeners to vote for the Larrikins of Origin. We, we've been doing this over the last couple of weeks. And tonight's the fullbacks. But we're not going to just put it down to fullbacks for you. But any of the players that you played with, they did their best work off the field. Don't worry about on the field. It's all off the field. So state of Larrikins. There's been guys like Sam Bacco and Blocker Roach. And who's the first that comes to mind when it talks about origin and Larrikins? Uh, I think the play for Tim Brasher went pretty good off the field. Really? Uh, right. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember playing, you know, golf clubs in the, in the, in the camp. Obviously, played golf with Brasher in 2000 and bits and pieces. But, yeah, I, you know, obviously, he's probably the start of my era. Uh, any other fullbacks I've played with with New South Wales, David Peachy was a, you know, oh, yeah. you know rat. Obviously, Peach was a, <laughs> a great character and, and yeah. Yeah. loved a bit of life. He might have disappeared for a few days in Origin <laughs> Camp once. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, think, I think that might have been the 2000. I think Junior might have took us out to Penrith and, um, and we were in the camp and all of a sudden we travelled back to, to Coogee and there's no Peach for a, a day or two. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't that, know um, that missing an Origin Camp. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty awful. I mean, you played with the Peach as well at Cronulla, so you, yeah. <laughs> he didn't Mind, yeah. He didn't mind to walk about every now and then, old Peach. He was one of the best. Oh, and yeah. and he was the, I think he's the bloke that put the ball closest to the dead ball oh, in oh. the history of the game. He should yeah. drive John Lang mad, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Noddy, uh, thank yeah. you very much for, for catching up and reminiscing and also talking about your thoughts with uh, this New, C- New South Wales side. And also good luck with the Tigers NRLW side this year as well. Yeah, Must absolutely. be exciting. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate your um, support that to the start about feeling for me. I appreciate it. Yep. Nothing's changed. <laughs> yeah, go get back in your high chair and eat your mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Noddy. See you, guys. See you, mate. Yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. Let's get to a break. Sat to wrap. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, time for the hot topic uh, tonight for Suncorp, building a more resilient Queensland. That's the Suncorp spirit. This is, I don't know. This Is this going back to the WWE days uh, where Latrell Mitchell's come out today and said he will fight. He'd love to fight the winner of the AFL fighting match, which is happening tonight between Cameron Mooney and Tom Bell Chambers. Now... Latrell, I reckon Latrell could take Moons easily. I don't know much about Bell Chambers. Well, I don't know. We haven't seen Latrell ever throw them, so we don't know whether we he... We have. When? Us, Manu. Joey Manu. Yeah, but that was just with his shoulder coming. We haven't actually seen him shape up and throw a, throw a punch. Yeah. Now, Cameron Moody, triple tie, triple premiership winner with Geelong. Mel, uh, Bell Chambers is, is a Essendon player. Played a lot of games, both of them, for their clubs. And, yeah, they, they're going to fight in their debuts tonight as a heavyweight. AFL now, players can't fight. Well, this is on the card of a guy called Django Opalu. Yeah. He is fighting uh, Joseph Parker. He's a former Kiwi and he's a former world champion. He's a former Kiwi. No, he's a Kiwi and former oh, world champion. Okay, yeah. Um, and so they're fighting. Nikita Zoo's fighting. So on the card is this one here. Yeah, but as you said, the interesting thing to come out is this is Latrell. He's, well, he's called dibs on the winner. 
He's saying whoever wins out of you two, yeah, I'm next. I reckon he'd take both. They should do that. Yeah, Scott Prince did that once. Back in 2010, mm. Scott Prince did a four-round fight against two journos. Yeah. And only one, two. Two journos, Soft. and they had a ring on, uh, one, one round on, one round off. Was one of them Kenty? And he beat both of them. Yeah, but didn't didn't Paul Gallen just beat two players in one night recently? He took them, remember Paul he Gallen? Did too, didn't he, took, he? he beat them both. Yeah. Hodjo and someone else. Was it Ben Hannett? Ben Hannett. It was too. Mate, he just left them laying in the No, actually Ben Hannett went all right. He did okay, but but seriously. I want to know. What about Latrell yeah. what about, and Cody Walker? Like tag teaming against these two clowns from the AFL. Latrell Mitchell, mm-hmm. Cody Walker, Alex <laughs> yep. Johnston. Yep. Up against three AFL players. I don't know if Alex Johnston would be able to fight. He can run. He comes off the top rope <laughs> with a chair. He just runs around the ring. I've got to say, but you don't know whether Latrell can fight, but. I'm backing him. Well, but he's a, you know, he's a, he attracts crowds, doesn't he? He, tra- he attracts eyes. So if he was to do it. What about Latrell and Shaq? His brother. Yeah, nice. There you go. Who's two? Who's, and they've got to wear those wrestling shorts. You know, those like. Who's like, two brothers in the AFL they could go up against? The Ablett brothers, maybe? Oh, yeah. Too old. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Many. I don't know much about these. These AFL, I've never seen an AFL player fight. I reckon. I've seen them push and shove. I, they reckon Wayne Carey was a good, could hold them up. Could he? Well, he needed to because he was shagging his. Uh, uh, yeah. His teammate's okay. oh, right. okay. partner. Uh, so he needed to fight for his <laughs> right. life. So what's the question? If Latrell Mitchell yes. was to put on the boxing gloves, right. would you watch it? Oh, absolutely. I I reckon he'd get 100000 Easy. I reckon they'd pay him $100,000 to do something like that. He wouldn't need them. Well, I know the sort of money that the rugby league players are getting and ex-rugby league players are getting to fight on these rugby or these rugby yep. league cards. As Peter Blaine would say, yeah, I reckon you get a hundred thousand easy. Who should Latrell fight? Would you watch Latrell? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Make sure your Queensland covered. I mean, there's only one AFL player I wouldn't want to fight, and that would be he doesn't even play anymore. It's Barry Hall. I think mm. he's the only one who can fight. Yep. Out of all the AFL players, yeah. Well, remember he fought Gallon. It was a draw. Yeah. I thought Barry Hall won that. Yeah. Well, see, well, he's the mm. only bloke who's taken Gallon. All the way, isn't he? Yeah. Who? But then he came back and fought someone. Was it Sonny Bill and Barry? Yeah, Sonny Bill he can't and fight. diced him. He can't fight Sonny Bill. Make sure you Queensland covered. Search Suncorp Insurance for a quote today. That's the Suncorp spirit. This is Sports Day. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here tonight for Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Got some footy news here. Uh, Warriors coach Andrew Webster has backed Sean Johnson to go around again next year, saying he has a spot in 2024 if he wants it. And I reckon that's a smart idea. He's not back officially the West Tigers approach, Sean Johnson. Which I'm glad he did. Yeah. It uh, comes after New Zealand sign Chanel Harris-Tavita on a two-year deal next season, meaning the club now has four specialist halves at the club. Smart. Yeah. So remember Chanel Harris-Tavita, he took a sojourn. He, he did. Uh, to, go on, to go and write. I think he's big into writing and right. music and stuff like that. So he, he basically had a gap year, like you said, and 
Well, Hamish and Andy did it. Exactly. They so got what? paid millions to do it. <laughs> Chanel got nothing. What would we get paid if we you reckon Chanel got sick of sleeping in the back of a combi van? Yeah. Somewhere at the back of not showering. India. Yeah. And he's going, you know what? I think I'd rather be playing rugby league. Yeah. Getting paid three or four hundred thousand. Do you get paid for your gap year? No. So if I if took you're Hamish one, and Andy, you do. If I took, what about us? No, we don't get paid. What about uh, what about these two? It's Kyle and Jackie. Do they get paid? They get paid. But Sean Johnson, I just think Sean Johnson and the Warriors work. I think at 32, it's too much to go to a new club that's struggling and have to try and change a lot of their mindsets. And, and move the family. Yeah. He's it's, done it's, this. He's yeah, done this, done that. Exactly. So um, especially in another country. But if he's in Sydney, probably a, probably a, a safer option. Yeah. But Luke Metcalf is playing his debut this week. He's in the halves. He come from Cronulla. He's playing his debut for the Warriors this weekend. He is a tremendous player. Lightning quick. I can't wait till he gets 10 or 15 games under his belt because he's a, he's a pretty special player. Still, people aren't taking the Warriors seriously. Currently sitting in seventh spot. I, I think the, they'll play finals. I, I do They're too. They're defending too well not to. Uh, Daddy says that um, the Broncos will put 30 on him this week, and now he's trying to renege on the bet. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I think the Broncos right. will win because Adam Reynolds is playing. I don't think they will. Yeah, but because oh, it's, it's in Napier. Yeah. There's no pain. Be? Pain, be awesome. no, no pain Haas, their best player. I know. No Carrigan, no Flegler. Yep. No, I don't think so. And no Reese Walsh, who's been outstanding for him this year. Unbelievable he's been. So oh, I can't see them breaking that. That uh, New Zealand Warriors defence this week, possibly, possibly. Um, but I, I like what the Warriors are doing, and he's he's just a, he's such a good coach, yep. such a good coach. Uh, Eels have confirmed today that Ryan Madison will miss four weeks with a calf injury. Uh, is he the one who didn't pay the fine? He's the one that paid the didn't took the pay suspension the, instead of taking the yeah, fine. He um, he had a choice of either paying five hundred dollars or copying a calf injury. <laughs> And he decided to cop the calf injury. Uh, you just never live some things down there. Hey? Set to return 16, round 16, One which rules him out of game two of Origin. <laughs> One goat. RCG and Sean Lane are both expected back in round 18. They looked good last week, the Eels, against the Rabbitohs, didn't they? They played tough. They played really tough and against fast. the Bunnies. Yeah. I couldn't believe the amount of offloads. Oh, yeah, and that's what really hurt South. And, mm. Yeah, South are a side that can, can go at high intensity and play at a really up-tempo level. They, they couldn't go with Parrell last week. Yeah, I think the key to beating South, and everyone knows it, keep the ball in play and keep the ball rolling. See, that's the thing with South. I, I, I felt as though that they'd be able to handle those conditions because they're a quick team themselves. They're a big mobile side. So I thought they'd be able to handle that, but they didn't last week. No. But I think I think they've got to get David Mowali back and Tom Burgess back. Yep. As soon as they get those two back, and on yep. top of that, they then got Junior Totola, who I think was really unlucky not to get picked for New South Wales. I'm happy he didn't. And... Also, Ham Saleh, and they've got Shaq Mitchell there as well. I, yep. As soon as they get those five back, they'll be humming. Polaris Centre Financial Year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories on Polaris Rangers. When we come back, the A League, it's still going. We're almost there. I've uh, got an A League update for you on the way next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Of course, the A-League finals are on this weekend. Yep, the A-League has reached its final week. Who will win the championship this Saturday at Combank Stadium? The Mariners, I should say, booked their 
Spot with a 2-0 win over Adelaide United, whilst Melbourne-Sydney cruise past Sydney FC 4-0. So, you've got... Down to the final two. Least you've got a New South Wales team yes. playing in Sydney in mm. the final. So, you'd imagine it would be a pro uh, Mariners crowd up against uh, Melbourne City. Uh, that'll be at Combank Stadium. They'll travel heavy, but yeah, Melbourne City. Yeah, but it'd be interesting to see whether... On the back of Manchester City's success... Of course, they own Melbourne City. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll. I think they'll still be on a wave of emotion. But let's see. I'm really keen on watching this game because everyone says I'm not going to go because it's in Sydney and blah 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 blah. blah. Oh. But I reckon, I reckon we'll still get a crowd. I want to see what the protest crowd is like on, on the weekend for the final. I don't reckon they will. I reckon that you try and stop those Mariner fans from mm. travelling down the F3. To go to Combank Stadium. It all sounds good when until your team's in a grand final. A- absolutely yeah. right. Absolutely. absolutely. The, the bars around Parramatta Stadium will be full of Mariners supporters, no doubt, on, on the weekend. Witness the Mariners battle Melbourne City for the championship glory on June 3rd live. Search A-League tickets. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll say goodbye. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. On Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day. You've been following the uh, NBA finals? No, not really. I, I do know that the LA Lakers, of course, were, were knocked, knocked out. out. Yep. Well, Denver Nuggets. Uh, you love the Denver Nuggets, well, don't you? Well, I was asked the other day for my tip while I've been laying in my bed with my dodgy back. Yep. And I've been watching How the How did you hurt your back again? Oh, just laying bricks. Listeners, he hurt his back. We don't have to go into it. Filling up his cat's kitty litter box. Mm. No, I was, no, it wasn't. I was mixing the kitty litter because my cats are too fussy to shit in one type of... Hey. Well, to do a poo in one type of kitty litter. Is Tooves... Can you get Tooves in the room, please? Come on, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. So I have to mix two different types of kitty litter together before they'll go to said toilet. That's embarrassing. So I'm mixing it together in this container and I did my back. Mm. So not good. Not good. Um, well under the Nuggets, through to the first NBA final series yes. ever. Well, when I say finals, I mean the finals. Yeah. Um, uh, and look, Miami had a chance today to do the same thing. They were up 3-0. They were leading their series against the Celtics. But Celtics gave them a bit of a walloping uh, in Game 4 in Miami today, 116-99. to So they'll now go to a Game 5. So no other t- no team... So can you go through that again? So the, the Celtics are playing... Miami. And so what... it's the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, yeah. Finals, so right? Celtics are up how much? Uh, no, no. Miami lead that series 3-1. Okay, so... Boston, mm-hmm. they're the saying if, if any team, if any team can come back from three nil down, it's the Celtics. No team in the history of NBA Finals seventy something mm-hmm. years have ever come back from three nil down in a final series. Yeah, ever. If I think ever, it's, it's about one hundred and seventy six to zero. If ever you want to watch a great documentary, it's called Four Days in October. It's a ESPN thirty. It's 30. not good because it, the the victim. Were the, um, the New Yankees. York Yankees? Yeah, <laughs> so it's not a good Boston doc, Red Sox come from three nil down. It's an amazing documentary. I can't stand bo- bo- Boston. Really? In any sport? Boston strong. What? Boston strong. No, I can't. That's stand what they, them. That's their motto. Can't stand them, mate. 
I'd love to go I'm to Boston. I'm a Yankee supporter. I don't like Boston. Mm. Although I remember after 9-11, uh, because the song that the uh, Yankees play, Sweet Caroline, right, they ended up playing that for uh, – oh, no, they played Boston. Anyway, whatever happened, they actually played it in the opposition stadium. Mm. It was amazing. As a as they like a we support you yep. type thing. I think that's the only time Boston – have supported the Yankees ever. So, good story, eh? Uh, we're going to go. We're going to get out of here. Tomorrow night, uh, round, what are we up to? Round 14. Round 13. Round 13 of the... Rugby League. Uh, <laughs> the Dolphins. Only five games this weekend. You're calling that game tomorrow night for SCN. You and Andrew McCulloch. I am. And Drury Forbes. Yeah, that At be good. Uh, KO Stadium in Redcliffe. And yeah. then you're going to State of Origin, aren't you, on Wednesday? Adelaide, yes. Okay. What's the bar called? Uh, is it called Cat's Eye or something no, you, like that? You're the one that told me about this bar, this bar. It's called Cat's Eye or something. Sure. Yeah, I'll find okay. out for you. Mate, it's great. It's, it's, it's really grungy. Would I get kicked out of there? No. Okay. I didn't. I left on a voluntary basis. <laughs> no one tapped me on the shoulder. And I'd been, at, I'd been in Harndorf all day. No one got you in a sleeper hole? <laughs> no one got me. Oh, the missus did. Uh-huh. But that's because that's she wanted to leave. But, oh, mate, what a, I'll find out the name of it. Yep. Sensational bar. Right here, got to go. This See is ya. Sports Day. We'll be back tomorrow night. Goodbye!